Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna. Hi, Mary Rutzinski. Hi. I mean, hi. I need you. I need you right now. I know. It's a cold ass and I need you now. I'm alone. Oh. Um. I wish I trusted my voice more. I'd, I'd dive in, but I was I was there. If you could have seen the shoulder shimmy and just the expression of pure, I don't know, probably looked more like pain than anything that I was doing when you were singing. But how are you, you girl? I'm good. It's Married at First Sight, hot off the presses Wednesday night so that people can hear our thoughts first thing Thursday because everyone's life hangs in the balance until we get our thoughts out. Obviously, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, and- um. Okay, it was nice. Whatever. It was nice to see some experts, and then I don't know. We'll talk about it. <laughs> um, it wasn't nice to see the experts. Like you just like like be careful what you wish for. You know, we wanted right. a lot of them last season, and now we're getting them. And and I, I don't know how I feel. It's it's tough. Um. We who was it? Was it in our Are You My Podcasters Facebook group? Which, by the way, if you're not a member, join it. Oh, fun, fun, fun group. We just have fun in there, and of course, we do a thread every Wednesday for Married at First Sight, and that's also fun. But it's just a fun group. Um, someone shared that Doctor Pe- Pepper. Oh my God, I almost called him Doctor Pecker. <laughs> oh my God, Doctor Packer. That is- Doctor Packer. Well, she's coming out with a personal lubricant. <gasps> did we? Did you see this? I did see that, Sarah. They because they posted. Now, I guess the one thing I missed was did Doctor Packer? Is that what it's called? Is that what the lubricant's no, called? Is it called? It's for your. It's not for your um, dry packer. It's not. But no. let me see. But was if, so she posted it on her Instagram, I guess, or was that where they saw it? Because I I'm did going. All right. I'm just gonna look on Dr. Pepper's. You just keep talking. Okay. I'm just gonna look on Dr. Pepper's Instagram. I I will keep talking because I have a lot to say about that. Also, probably Dr. Viviana does too. She's probably like I'm the. Now it's a lubricant for like your your sex parts. Am I right? Well, what else yes, would you need I, a lubricant for, I guess? <laughs> yes, it says, it's. I'm excited to be working with CBD Move Free to develop a personal lubricant infused with CBD and CBG. I don't even know what CBG is. The product is currently being tested with a goal to launch in the spring of 2022. Um, so yeah, as, I don't know why you need CBD in your lubricant necessarily, but I guess yeah. it's, re- I mean, I don't know, I use it, it's in lotions and stuff for your muscles, so... Anyway, there's just a photo of Dr. Pepper on her Instagram sitting next to a little thing of lube. So that's oh, happy man. Wednesday, everybody, or Thursday or whatever. Happy today. Happy is. spring, really. <laughs> I think. I mean, that's kind of I uh, Pep Peps doesn't get into the the sex part that much though. Like where where, where I don't was know. Viv on I know. this? Yeah, you know Viviana's sitting somewhere in her yellow Flintstones dress from last season, just pissed off. Just, just like, this is my, off. yeah, you're in my territory. 
Um, before we get into it all, other I just I just told you to join the Facebook group. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Please stay subscribed because we do intend to, even though Married at First Sight has taken over our life, we intend to keep at least once a month putting out a random episode of a movie review, which which is kind of where we got started, a lifetime silly thing, topics, whatever. Um, a couple of weeks ago when they didn't do a new Married at First Sight episode, we released one of our Patreons to the world just because we were caught off guard and didn't, <laughs> didn't have anything else. So, and it was a really fun one. And we got some new people joining Patreon from that. If you don't know about our Patreon, it's four exclusive Patreon episodes a month. And we just do random fun conversations. So yeah. get in there and then follow us and are you my podcast on Instagram and get in our Facebook group and get on over here, guys. Your <gasps> mid's fun. And next week, Mare Bear, <gasps> my Mare Bear is on after party. So I was on last week and this week was just back to, it was what, Steve, Elijah Juan, and um, Mark. And Mark. Mark. Yep. Mm-hmm. And next week, you're going to see Mary Radzinski. <gasps> Beautiful. I have seen oh. photos. You sent me photos. Um, oh, my and God. And this is very exciting. So rumpers, buckle up. Because next week, you get Mare Bear on after party. I can, I'm, 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 you know, there might be a spray tan involved. I'm excited. I am excited. Yes. Well, I just, I do, I do like that. I thought we were going to be right next to each other week to week, but it's like, th- this is just a little bit of a, a, a Cuda and Mare Bear sandwich this week. And then we, yeah. we get right into it. So, and then it spreads it out and hopefully yeah. spreads the word of the podcast. And hopefully you guys are doing that for us too. Okay. Let's yes. just talk about it. Oh, now, Sarah, can we start with Jasmine and Michael? Just because there's not, it's first of all, I guess they are the, I, I like them both, but they are the boring couple of the season because there's never much to say about them, I feel. Which is probably what you want to be. On this yes. show, you know, oh, like yeah. that's the goal. But yes, they they kind of it, it's funny because I feel like in my head, I'm like, it's almost like, well, wait there. I know what's the, what's the other couple? What's the, because in my brain, they don't have the drama and they're actually it seems like a good trajectory. So let's start with them for sure. Um, Yeah, she says they're in a good place. He sees Dr. Cat. He sees no Pastor Cal. She sees Dr. Pepper. By the way, Pastor Pecker would be a really fun character. <laughs> I wouldn't mind introducing as an as like a, a fourth expert, Pastor Pecker. He deals with a whole gamut of, of things. <laughs> Pastor Pecker. Oh boy, he'd he'd have he'd definitely have a CBD lube yeah. in his back pocket. Pastor yeah. Pecker. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Poor Pastor Pecker. But he because he didn't want pa- Pastor Cal, sorry. He didn't want anything to do with the sex conversations that were happening and Mm -mm. i just he he was talking to katina and he was like just tell me the version that won't make me blush but he's good i do love pastor cow i think we all do yeah um he basically i think it was an interesting conversation that he had with that michael had with cow where he said i feel like i'm doing things now because i like jasmina not because i'm a husband like he at the beginning said he was sort of just doing things he thought he was supposed to do as a husband, and now he wants to do them. That's always a good progression. It is. And I think for the first time, I sort of understood along with Michael kind of what the experts have been talking about, that whole idea of idea of like, because you hear them and it's just like words to me anyway, like, oh, you grow in love, you know, it'll just come. You just, you know, you're committed. 
and then and I in and again I'm like I watched watch this show for the greater part of a hundred years and I thought I knew <laughs> what it meant, you know. But like he said, doing the things out of obligation eventually turned into the real deal. And and then it went it went the other way when he was saying talking about getting intimate or what is their intimacy like and how uh Michael was like, yeah, we would kiss goodnight and that sort of thing. But then he found out that Jasmina was just doing it because um, kind of obligatory, like, oh, I'm your wife. I'm just doing it. So Michael, which I would have thought the same as him, he told her, well, don't do that for those reasons when it, you know, but Pastor Kel said, no, no, you did it wrong. Yeah. He was like, you're, you're supposed to do what you what you just said was you did the work and then the feelings came. So let her keep doing that work, too. Yes. And then eventually when she kisses you, she's going to be like, oh, I actually am doing this because I enjoy it. Right. So that was it was pretty. I think when he said you did the work and then the feelings came, I was the same as you. My whole apparently tiny brain was like, oh, <laughs> Well, that was that's the, that was is that what they've been talking about yeah. for 16 years? Well, yeah, you just summed it up in five seconds and I went off for about an hour myself. But that's well, exactly that's how we it. operate. Well, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's exactly it. Did the work and then the feelings came. And that's what these, you know, and maybe that's what that lube is about. You do the work and the feelings will come. I don't know. But that's that's right. I can't mm-mm. wait for Dr. Pepper to randomly remember was it last season oh, yeah. when she when she threw in a random plug for like a catamaran tour when they were <laughs> and she was like and then we were out on the such and such catamaran blah 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 and, and everyone was like that was a weird ad she just didn't add she I can't t- wait for her to throw that out with her CBD lubricant where she's like I think you if you guys really want to get intimate there's always the Dr. Pepper Schwartz CBD <laughs> personal lubricant that'll make you feel moist as what what? No, she does a, a mid-roll ad just halfway <laughs> through. Just no, no problem. Oh, I don't know. I think these two, this is the thing, especially after both of their conversations. I think they're friend zoned <gasps> and I don't think they're getting out of it. Really? I do. I think they're friend zoned. I, she kept, she keeps saying th- and she's not even saying it mean, but it's obviously if I was watching this back, I would go, oh, um, that sucks. Because she keeps saying, I just feel nothing. I just feel nothing. Yeah. When he touches me, I just dry I bet- up like a fucking prune. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I bet you it probably it, Jasmina was at the core of or the heart of uh, Dr. Pepper's business plan. She's like, we got to get her to feel something. <laughs> and this I think this is our only shot. Yeah, I. <laughs> so, yeah, she's. Why hasn't she just popped a little sample out and been like, "I understand that you're feeling nothing." Here's my loop personal lubricant. Oh um, man, I do. I think they're friend zoned hard. I because they both of them talked back and forth about the trusting and the well, vulnerability. The circles like you oh, talk about. It's like the, they're talking about the same thing, Sarah. And then they're like, "Oh, same." And then they just repeat it. It's kind of like having a conversation with me but you know what i mean (laughs) no they repeat it and then the other one it's like they don't do it as defensive as they used to which is good yeah but it's still the same thing where he goes right well i just need you to be more vulnerable she's like "Mm," but i can't be vulnerable because i don't trust you because you're not opening up and he's like well i'm not opening up because you're not being vulnerable (laughs) 
And I, I just want to rip my tits off in the middle of both of their conversations. <laughs> it is it is a, a tit ripping off type of thing because I had that too where it's just it's it's the chicken or the egg with these two, the trust or the vulnerability. And it, it's just quit talking and go lay down in the dark together. I don't know. It just it's so much talking. I think that the studying a relationship like they are forced to do could almost throw you into the friend zone in a weird way. Like if you're not like hot for each other on the wedding night, getting fingered on the dance floor or whatever, it's like <laughs> it it takes 11 years for these people to come around to each other. It's true. It's true. And, and then if you are too hot for each other the first night, like Lindsay and Mark, and then oh. I don't know, but at the, I, it was at one point where it was, it could be enough, but if it's not enough, but what if it isn't enough, but it might be enough, but I'm not sure is, do you think it's enough? It might be enough. I think it's oh. enough. I, and I was just like, you guys, I, you are, they both go and talk to these experts and they sound like they're having good conversations and then they come home and they just talk in this weird cryptic thing to each other and nobody gets a resolution. And then at the end they go, Oh, I think it, I think it was better. Um, <laughs> I know. Well, it's like, they're still, it's almost like even, you know, me sitting on my couch can see that they are not, they're too polite. They're still, there's gotta be a middle ground. Like there's gotta be a little humor, a little this, a little that, instead of the being, you know, sort of harsh and aggressive with one another, which they can be to the like, like they're, they're at a PTA meeting talking about what time early dismissal should be. You know, it's like, it feels like there's no casual, normal conversation. It's all about rules. A hundred percent. Yeah, it is. It is so, and I do understand that you have to get to the root of, she said he doesn't open up about up and up enough about his past. So she doesn't feel like she knows him enough. And if she can't know someone enough, then she can't feel intimacy with them. But again, it just starts to feel like overanalyzing yes. and um, and you're not going to know everything about him in his past yet. You're not. Right. And I'm not saying that he can't share more. He does need to obviously, whatever it is that they both need, they need to give each other. But it just sounds like it's almost like it went from the blame game to like the most polite blame game to where <laughs> yes. instead of getting pissed off at each other and interrupting and going, Michael, Michael, let me finish. Yeah. Now it's right. But um, I can't be vulnerable unless you open up. And he's like, I can't open up unless you're vulnerable. And then they just <laughs> and then they go, that was great conversation. I'm like, no, it fucking was not. <laughs> no, was now terrible. I just have a headache and I'm mad and I have to open yeah. another box of wine guys and we're not even 10 minutes in oh but oh, I, i'm curious though about what you said about the friend zone i'm curious to see what happens because i don't know i feel like they could be so just deeply in love with one another if they would just quit talking for a few minutes and do right. more I, do more yeah. petting you know maybe a little bone zone yeah and exactly then, yeah mm -hmm. give it yeah. a try because I, and listen, I'm not going to tell anyone when they should have sex or not, obviously. Um, as I stated last week on After Party, my husband and I did it right out of the gate. Uh, <laughs> and I know that doesn't work for everyone. Hey. But hey. there is some overthinking, it seems like, in some ways. Yeah. It's just so, so much. I really hope that behind this, because they're just, aside from like, being kind souls. They're also like just such good looking people. I 
You know, I just want them to be. I just want them to smack around, get all sweaty, just <laughs> slap. I want something to think about. Not to make it weird, guys, but do it for me. <laughs> you know, just do it for Mare Bear. It's been a long winter. <laughs> a long winter. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys heard it here. That's what Mary would like for you guys to do. Do it for Mare Bear. Do it um, for me, guys. Let's do Stephen Noy next because, boy, I felt like I got some clarity finally from yes. her. Yes. And I understood yeah. a little bit more where she was coming from about this whole job thing. And I actually understood less where he was coming from because he... Really? See, I feel the opposite. Well, good. Let's talk about it. Okay. I mean, first... It, she says, first of all, it starts off, she says they still can't communicate effectively. Now she sees Cal, he sees Pepper. They talk about the social media thing, which has been an issue because she likes to go and like sub post, I think they call it, right? Like she'll post on Instagram and be like, just when you think you need more, that means you do or whatever. Yeah. And and he's like, oh, hey, girl, I feel like that was about me. And she, she's like, well, that one wasn't exact to you. exactly about you. But I do sometimes feel that way in a marriage. I mean, that's just say it was about him and move on. Just say yes. I think she looks so stupid with that. Not stupid, but silly. No, just immature. immature. It's just immature. Exactly. Well, it was weird because she had such a good conversation with Cal about it. And and then she went home and was like, well, it's my social media and I can do what I want. And I understand what you you say and I understand what Cal says. But like, that's my truth if I want to post weird shit on social media about my husband and make everyone in our family and friends wonder what's going on, then that's what I'm going to do. She just dug her heels in weirdly later after right. having what I thought was a good conversation with Cal about it, where I thought she understood why that's a little, I'm not saying that you can't post whatever you want on your own social media, but yeah, as a couple, if someone's, if you get a fight and instead of talking to him, you post something on social media about like, my husband sucks and then leaves the and then you leave the house. It's just weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not going to make for a, a pleasant evening when you get home that night. Yeah. I feel like um, I definitely think she went some route of like it, but it's like a freedom, like a free speech, like a, I'm I am my own person route where it's like, no, we get it. Nobody's limiting, you know, your platform your own personal Instagram, but like, you know, find, find something else to talk about. Right. Or like he said, like you don't cross this boundary and, 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 and even he even said like, I'm kind of trying to protect you too from if we're going to be in this for the long haul, my family's going to think it's weird and they're going to start to pass judgment. And they have, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think it's always like, and then, cause they find out from social media, like his sister will call him and be like, uh, what was that post about? And he's like, I don't know. She says it wasn't about me. But then she said, sometimes she feels that way in my marriage. So I don't know. Guess whatever. It's just that part's just a little immature. I mean, Pepper said, I thought it made sense. Like Dr. Pepper said, it's just fear based and she needs to want to come to you. Yeah. She needs to feel comfortable to come to you. And I feel like Steve is very open to all of that. He doesn't really go off the, he doesn't fly off the handle. He, you know, he goes, okay, what can I do to make it to where you want to come to me instead of sub post about me or whatever? What can I do? I, what can he, I want to know what, what can he do more for her to go to him? Because he basically, he, he directly asks her questions in a non-threatening way, almost like the coming from a place of help me understand. And she just 
won't give it to him. And I, I'm really, I really want to hear your thoughts on the financial thing. And I'll, you know, obviously we'll get there, but it, cause I understood the fear-based piece with that, with that very much, like coming from her experience and how she grew up and her family, they didn't have money and, and that they were, her parents were such hard workers, but it was, it's a security thing. And it's a security thing. And I guess I just feel like even though she's alluded to it and we all know how she grew up from us, you know, hearing a little bit about it, but I just hadn't heard her you know whether or not she said it off camera. We don't know, but I just never heard her just so flat out say, look, my family worked their asses off uh, to get to where we are. So that's the only thing I understand. And if I see someone sitting around and not thinking about working, it stress, it freaks me out. Like that's, Kind of, she, yeah, I'm saying it obviously less eloquently, but that's at least I can, I understand, I can work with, he can work with that. I felt like, oh, I, if I was him, I could work with that. I could go, okay. So it's really not. Now, the problem is, no matter what, she's going to, it, it seems to only translate in her mind if you go to a nine to five a job. Nine to five. That's the problem. Yeah. So she thinks that the only way to prove that you're working hard is if you go from a, to a nine to five job. So God forbid she saw my day. She'd be like, you're the laziest, you know. Um, oh, Scooter. She would, uh, she'd put up an Instagram post about what a lazy bitch I am. I think we both know that. Yeah. I'm just saying like, I don't have a nine to five, but I can guarantee you I I, I work hard. And yeah. um, I've had a nine to five too. And I have made more money not having a nine to five. It's, it's There's just, there's different right, right. aspects of it all. So I guess what I mean, I understand. I just, I, I saw clearly like she is only going to see you as what she needs is if she, you are clocking in from right. nine to five. Because even when he was like, I just thought it was weird when they sat down in front of the computer and I thought they were going to talk about finances, but it didn't really seem like that. It seemed they talked a little bit about it and he was like, but also I've developed apps and also I could freelance and also does it. And she, the minute he was like, it doesn't necessarily have to be a nine to five. I just feel like her whole face shut oh, off again. Her eyes went dead. Yeah. She was like, I'm yeah. And that's where to me, the whole it, it's it's not about an actual sum of money, because even in the after party, when Keisha mm-hmm. brings up the fact that on your episode, um, that's, that's when Noi, I like calling it my episode. Well, I I like it that. was your episode. Mm-hmm. It will forever be your episode. In fact, they may end up like retroactively changing the title. But anyway, um, that when Keisha had asked Noi, like, oh, how much money would he have to have in his bank account? And she said like $40,000. So on tonight's Keisha, t- you know, tells Steve that or whatever. And he hears it. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, she's good. She's good. So yeah, I mean, like, if that's her number, she's yeah, fine. Yeah. So which probably means he's, Got well above that, right? Uh, if we're right. just uh, we're just going off of having of believing him. Well, right? I'm gonna do what my brain said because when Keisha brought it up to him, she's like, "Yeah, we asked Noi, or I asked Noi last week," and he's like, "Well," and I think Keisha said, "What did you think she'd say?" or something like that, and he said, "Well," she, or something about like she'd probably say in the t- in tens of thousands of dollars. So if he's saying that, lobbing that up, like it's like ain't no thing, like no big deal. And then when she says 40,000, he's like, yeah, yeah, no, she's fine. So that leads me to believe 
that the next thing you would say after tens of thousands of dollars would be hundreds of thousands of dollars. So I feel like he has hundreds of thousands of dollars socked away. Or if anything beyond that would be, then you're getting into like millions. So I'm just saying, you know. It's hard to know, but it doesn't seem, in my opinion, and I think I said this um, on the after party last week, it doesn't seem like he, he doesn't seem stressed about it because it doesn't seem like he has to be. Right. I don't get the impression that he thinks he's married to someone who's going to take care of him for the rest of his life financially. I feel like he is in a position where he can sort of figure out, just like he said, what if I don't have to have a full-time job? What if I can make more money not having a full-time job because I can do this and that? And then I can, okay. And so devil's, uh, not devil's, devil's advocate. Devil's advocate. Um, but not devil's advocate, actually, being Steve's advocate on this point, because at first I said I didn't understand him more, but now as we talk about it, I'm starting to again, <laughs> is I can see where when that doesn't even satisfy her, where she kind of like made a face and rolled her eyes when he's like, I've developed apps and I've done these things. It's almost like she's like, doesn't believe in him doing anything other than a nine to five. Like, no, you can't. It's almost like shitting on, oh, but I've done all these things freelance and made way more than I could full time. And she's just like, mm, have you? Well, you know, well, yeah, it seems a little <laughs> kind of shitty now that we're talking. About I it. see. That's what I, I see it as. Oh, okay. Nice. Like, that's nice that you, you, you know, built, apps or design them from the ground up and sold them and have like a, a, a nice chunk in the bank or whatever. But I feel like it. her whole thing to me says, if I have to go to work from nine to five, you got to go to work from nine to five. Like, that's how it feels to but me. But isn't she working from home right now? Yeah. But I mean, she, you know, she, she makes it seem like it's a very grueling scenario you know when he's making her hot lunch and stuff which i'll never shut up about the hot lunch but um <laughs> that's all i want is someone to make me i've never had a hot lunch unless they go to a restaurant and pay for it but anyway well mark is your boyfriend and also the editor of this yeah. podcast so he's mark i'd like a hot lunch yeah make this bitch a hot lunch yeah. tomorrow would you please? that's not code for anything i just <laughs> no, want a hot lunch <laughs> Yeah, don't try to don't try to put her fing your finger in her ass. No, she just wants a hot lunch. No asshole yeah. play. I just want a hot <laughs> lunch. It can even have a sandwich involved, but I want hot stuff involved. Sure, a hot open face turkey like an sandwich. Open, yeah, why not? I love that it always ends up to whatever I want to eat here. But anyway, so yes, I I think she is she yeah she is currently working from home, but but like not happily. You know, like, oh, I got to like she can't do the bathrooms and, you know, it's a lot. It It's just, yeah, I guess I just I so sympathize with where she's coming from as as far as I get. I guess I just mean I get it. I get where it comes yeah. from. It's not coming out of nowhere. But that being said, that doesn't mean that that's the way everyone has to operate. So they they, they are. I just didn't. I thought, oh, my God. We're going to sit down and have a talk about finances and figuring it out. I was so excited. And then it felt like it went nowhere. 
Well, the finances were a, a tiny part of it. And all of a sudden they were talking about having babies and how he doesn't want to change diapers. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I know. He really does have an aversion to shit, though, because that's come <laughs> up does. with sushi, with the babies. Like, he's basically saying to her, like, listen, anything with human excrement, can you kind of can it be a not not it scenario for me? A hundred percent. I couldn't get that out of my head when he said when she's like, well, it's whoever sees the diaper dirty first. He's like, no, 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 no. How about no? Um, we split that duty, duty. Pun intended. Um, yeah. <laughs> but all I could think was, yeah, he didn't want to pick up sushis. The dog's poop either. He's got yeah. a real problem with that. So, okay. Hope he's wiping his own ass, to be honest with you. He doesn't <laughs> seem like he's, he just really tries to stay away from it. No, and, and- He might be more of a bidet guy. You know what? I could see that. I could I could really see that. He probably created a, a, an app for a bidet <laughs> for when you're on the go or who knows. But I I listen because I, I get it, too, with her, the fear based and the, the you know, where family worked hard and not having money. And, you know, I don't know how to say this other than to say, like, maybe he's going to open up you know, his bank account, his world, she's going to know how much money he has. It doesn't take long for people to sort of change lifestyles. Like she may there, you know, how would she feel if maybe he he throws another app out into the universe and neither one of them has to go to a nine to five and she has her first baby within the next year like she wants. I feel like maybe she could get used to it. You know, it might just be a like a a time thing, a you know, lifestyle getting used to it, you know? Yeah. And I think she said something to the effect of he hasn't shown me that he can get, hold a job or get a job or something like that. And so she seems a little hung up on that, but that's when, okay, if you really are having, and maybe he's not comfortable with it, but then open up that savings and go, look, see, can you see that I had a job now? Because this is how much is in there and it right. didn't come from no from <clears throat> in, anywhere. But it, it just... <laughs> I just didn't feel like they accomplished anything by sitting down and talking about it. I, I felt as if this was a big conversation that we were all going to be like, well, here we are. And instead, she just they left feeling the same way about yeah. it. And I left feeling mad. What was even on the laptop screen? I mean, it, it could have been a chicken soup recipe. He talked about he basically said like something about finances and then splitting the tasks. And she's like, yeah, we're both working. And then and then they went to diaper duty. And I just thought, I don't feel like anyone worked out what the deal is with the because even when I like I said, even when he said, well, what if I have what if I make more money not having a nine to five? She I mean, her face was just like, mm mm, mm hmm. No. Yeah. Basically, I'd rather you make less money having a nine to five. than. Yes doing whatever it is. I, I, I'm, I, I'm like, do you just want him out of the house? Is that what well, you want? That's, that's a good, really good question, Sarah, because I, I do. I think if, if he, you know, was a, a, a had a great job, he was a, a postman, made a great living at a nice, you know, but he was gone all day. I feel like she would, she'd be happy as a clam. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. And then when he was talking to Pepper, right? Cause he talked to Pepper and she talked to Kale. Yeah. And, and he was a little bit cryptic with it, but when he said something around the, along the lines of like, I don't want to like 
have to just be this thing for my partner. Like if if she needs me to have this nine to five job to feel secure, that's fine. But also like if I can provide an income and it's not the way she wants, you know, I don't want to have to just live the future she wants for me or something like that. Wasn't that yeah. was that somewhere ballpark? It- it was, and that felt fair. Again, it felt cryptic, and I don't. I, it feels like they're doing that on purpose. Yeah, but it, it, it. But at the same time, that's completely valid. Because if he's like, I don't have to have a nine to five. I can make plenty of money doing this thing, and he knows that, and he's confident in that. You have to trust that until <laughs> it doesn't work. Until, uh, until oh, I am paying all the bills, and then you can worry about it, and you can go hold on. I mean, I know you have to worry about that in advance it, it somewhat because you don't know him and, and you have to know. Uh, sh- there's something in her that is like, if we move in together, she seems to think like he's just going to, I don't know, sit around and smoke pot like, all day yeah, and, pay, live and in she's going to pay the bills. Yeah. yeah. So I, it's just, it, it, they go in circle. They don't seem to get it solved. I mean, on After Party, I think he said that he doesn't know, they talked about the social media thing, which still is part of that. And he's like, I don't know internally always what's going on with her. Um, and that's when he also said, I don't want you know her family, my family to look at her different from this stuff. But they talked about the baby conversation. And I thought it was funny when Keisha was like, last week she said she didn't want to move in with you. So how are you guys going <laughs> to, how are you guys going to have a baby in a year? And you know what though? He always has, this is what I do find impressive about him, I guess, is his, he's always rational. Yeah. He doesn't, he goes, well, there's lots of missing pieces and moving parts, but at least the conversations are happening. At least if she doesn't want to move in with me now, but she's saying she wants to have a baby with me in the year, that means she wants to move in with me at some point during this year. Like he kind of spins it to, He's, hey, at least we're going, so we're going right. somewhere with this conversation. Whereas I would be like, you're not making any sense. Yeah. No, he's level-headed. I would fly off the handle like a mother. I would be, I would be, I don't know. I, I actually think it would be funny and wouldn't be really super mad if at the end of the season it's egg on our face and we find out that Steve is like a clown with a unicycle that does kids birthday parties and it's just this whole thing where like she knew it but didn't want to like blow his cover and I I wouldn't be mad at that. I like that you th- I like that that's what you think the secret's going to be is that he's a yeah. secret clown. He's a secret clown. Yeah. And like he doesn't clean up his clown shoes and clown noses <laughs> and his little clown outfits gets uh, sushi gets into him and she doesn't like it and it's like this whole other problem but noise embarrassed. She just doesn't want to bring it up. <laughs> what happened to Noisy, by the way, her alternate personality that we were supposed to see at the beginning of this show? I, yeah. I, I, I haven't seen that. I've just seen uh, a, a very unhappy Noi for the past few weeks. I, I think Noisy's taken a vow of silence and only, and only expresses herself on Instagram. I think that's what's oh, going on. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. I know. I like. She's so sweet. I just want... I, oh, this is, well, Keisha said this on After Party. She's like, I just, when, when, when he said, oh, she's fine. If the 40K is what she wants, then she's all, all set or something. And Keisha was like, yeah, see, I was thinking she's worrying about a problem that isn't a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what it seems like. I mean, what do you think about that? What do you, I mean, if you think Michael and Jasmina are friend zoned, what are you thinking about, about Noy and Steve? 
I don't think that they're going to get married. I don't think they're going to stay married anymore. I don't. I thought they were at the beginning and I thought they were for a while and they do, they do seem to genuinely like love and like each other. But I just think she's got something in her head and he's got something in his head and I don't see them finding a middle ground. I just don't. It seems so extreme one way or the other. Yeah. I, I'm kind of with you because I thought, Again, I say I feel like I feel this way about every couple at one point. Like, oh, that's the no-brainer couple. They're gonna it's they're gonna be together forever. But yeah, I mean, the finances thing is is uh, obnoxious to me at this point. But the whole Instagram thing, how they're so far off, like their perspective on things is so far away from each other that I'm like, ah, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't have a good feeling anymore about them. I mean, hopefully they'll prove us wrong. I know. Um, I hope Noisy shows up to the reunion at least. I know. Yeah, put on a wig, girl, and have some fun. I just want her to have some fun. Yeah, I love when she was lighter and brighter and her eyes were twinkly and it makes it makes me feel sad. I want her to be happy because I think Steve can make her happy. And honestly, I just want a phone call with her. I don't want to wait till the end. I feel like I can fix this. Well, I was with her last week on the after party and I didn't fix anything. <laughs> That's right. I, I, that is, you're right. I don't know. Okay. You're right. In my dream, it would fix it, but you're it flies by too quickly. It yeah, does. No, phone call, yeah. you would have more time. So I think yeah. maybe you would, I think you would be able to fix it. Let's annoy if you're listening. Um, yeah. DM us on Instagram. I'll give you Mary's phone number. Yeah. Um, we could do a three way. Well, you know, phone call, you know what I'm right. saying? All right, everybody. I knew what you meant. Keep it up. Okay. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. All right. Okay, Lindsay and Mark. Oh, Sarah. <laughs> I just like it just starts off. He's like, it's been a tough week. I mean. Oh, mock the shock. Mock um, the shock. It started with her just saying, I'm at a true loss. I need consistency. And he said, here's they also talk in circles, but they are, it is always her saying, you're not giving me, you're not giving me, you're not giving me. Mm -hmm. And this comes from a person who says, I want Mark to put himself first. And Mm -hmm. then she just yells at him about what he's not giving her. And then he goes, but it's, but what about what I need? It doesn't matter. I've given you everything. I put on a hat. I put on a hazmat suit. suit. I put on a hazmat suit for you once. It's our bastardized version of Lindsay's voice that we have a lot of fun with. We know she doesn't sound like that, but God, it's fun. It is Um, fun. It's all or nothing. (laughs) It's all or nothing. I can't. I always forget this. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I so yeah. I listen. She hasn't let the fight go. She doesn't let fights go. He, I thought, maturely said he can be healthy and positive, but she's being negative. And she says that he's. She's always positive, which we all know that's not true. Uh, we have not seen her be positive screaming about his small balls in a bowling alley and telling him to go live with his mama. Um, Listen, he does not like raising his voice and he feels that she's being (laughs) negative towards him. And I get it. Okay. But there was something he said that I just capitalized the I N for you in my notes. And uh, now I can't find it, but I'll come across it. But I know it's your favorite it's thing. It's my favorite he, thing in the world. It, it's, it's a, it is adorable because now I you can't pick un- it up too. unring that yeah. bell. It's in your brain. Yeah. It's the sweetest. And it, he like he's such a little sweetie pie. But then like when they show this, the part when they're all they went to play volleyball, all the couples at the end. And then like the experts come out and we'll talk about that. But the the part where like 
even Dr. Pepper and Kale can see how just physically <laughs> repulsed he at, or, you know, not really, but just withdrawn from her. And she's like kind of pleading and, and, you know, putting her heart out there and he just gives her nothing. I'm not saying that that it's like, oh, it's all his fault for someone like her to, to receive nothing with all of these kind of loud angry, hurt, sad cries for help and begging and whatever. I don't think he knows what to do, nor should he have to. But I I think she's just like, when she gets no response, she would rather have someone be mean back to her than give her nothing. And she, wait, she, you know what I, I think mean? she wants that. No, it, it, it's, it's a hundred percent. When they were, when they saw that and we all, and he, and they were like, she, she, he's not giving her anything. And she's like, you know, reaching over and he's like backing away. Yeah. But I feel like we already know why that is now from this right. episode. Cause when he had that conversation with Cal and he basically, it, it was so tough because you could tell how much it affected him when he realizes it, but he yeah. basically was like his mom used to, it sounds like his mom used to just scream at his dad all the time and his dad just took it. Yeah. And he was like, and Cal said, are you afraid of becoming your father? And Mark was like, you could tell he was like, holy fuck. And yeah. he said, nobody's ever asked me that before. And I don't think he meant I'm afraid of becoming my father. Like, I hate my father. He just meant like, oh, I'm going to be the, I'm going to take the verbal abuse that yeah. my dad took kind of thing. I mean, I didn't, they didn't use the word abuse. So I don't want to throw that in there. But I just mean, that's what it seemed like. So he, he go, he shuts down. He shuts down he when does. it happens. And so, and, and so he does have to work on that because he was definitely doing it. Like the minute it gets, she started verbalizing, you know, saying these things, vocalizing. What am I, what is it? Vocalizing? Verbalizing? Vocalizing? (laughs) Uh, um, Sharing? Your poor poor boyfriend right now. He started sharing Sharing. in front of everyone. Look. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm sorry. He started, wait, Sharon. She was Sharon. Yeah. No, she started sharing in front of mm-hmm. everyone, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, uh, the kind of their most recent conversation that it seemed was good because when he came back from talking to Cal and he told her, I think I shut down and he talked about how it, it's like you kind of remind me of my mother in that way. And I'm reminding myself of my father. And you could tell she wanted to fucking explode. I'm not your fucking mother. You could tell she wanted to explode. Yeah. But she took it in. She did. And she and because and Pepper had told her, you got to you got to stop coming from a negative place. Like you can't because she was even telling Pepper, well, I told him, well, you know, if you lose me, you lose me. And she's like, but why are you doing that? Why are you saying that? Yeah. Why are you giving? Why are you predicting? Why are you putting the future out there? Why are you saying this is what's going to happen? Why aren't you living in the moment? And why are you putting it a negative spin on everything kind of right? Yeah. You know, it it was interesting to me when they when they got back t- together after they both talked to the experts. And again, we can go back to that. Um, but like Lindsay had Pepper gave Lindsay the question of asking him, what does love mean to you? And he said it's when someone accepts him unconditionally. And I think in like that's one of those moments where I sort of see what the experts were doing when they would pair them up because you can you know Lindsay 
would she loved him unconditionally within you know 36 hours of meeting him but i mean that's who she is she's like a ride or die like again she said that ride or die ride or or die uh but like mostly die (laughs) (laughs) that should be like a t-shirt ride or die mostly die mostly die oh my god but like i feel like she if if he i don't know if she wasn't just so much i think she would be what he needs because then he says something like when his mom and grandmother didn't he see something about that like when they're gone or that he would need someone to sort of take on those roles and i feel like Lindsay's like the kid in the in first grade raising their hand to the point where they have to use the other arm to hold the hand up like i'm here i'm right here i want to be that person you know yeah she just i mean she said she admitted to pepper she said everything i my anger comes from sadness and I just feel sad all the time. And I, and that didn't even, it didn't seem like that was about Mark. No, I know. I was, I think she She was just like, I'm sad all the time. I was just like, Oh fuck. And she started talking about her mom. And, you know, I felt like Pepper had such a good point. She's like, you're shut, you shut down anything positive when you say like you're tapping out or yeah. When you say he poisoned everyone except you, that it's a criticism and you're making him defensive. Also, I don't like those sorts of like analogy terms with like, oh, fill up my love tank or, you know, oh, he pours into everyone. (laughs) It's like, stop it. It just sounds gross to me. Just like, you know, just don't do that. I don't like that. Like, don't go all Dr. Phil after you stubbed out your cigarette, (laughs) you know, like just I don't like it. I feel like he pours his small balls all over everybody. (laughs) And I, yeah, he dumps Um, his. (laughs) <laughs> poor pours is man juice. I don't know. It's just I don't like it. It makes me feel uncomfortable. It's the same way that whole like love tank thing with one of the housewives. It doesn't matter. I don't like it. But um I don't like it either. That's fine. No, I, we don't like it. I don't um I don't I don't like it. Um wait, one quick thing I thought that Kale said to Mock, because I do think it's easy to sort of, you know, Lindsay's flaws are like all out there. Just it's like she's flashing her flaws, if you will, all the time that like when Pastor Kale said to Mark that like your expectations are going to screw you, dude, like because Mark said that a couple of times. He's like, well, I just feel like we should be here right now or this should have happened by now or this should have happened. And I think Kale did a nice job of saying like, you're focusing on what you think should be already too much. There's, there are no rules with this process, you know? So like, yeah, wipe those out. And I thought that was sort of, again, I feel like I'm constantly learning more and more about this experiment, but it makes sense, you know, like don't go based on normal circumstances. Cause that's the opposite of what's going on. Oh, it was, I know what it was. It was when they got home and talked and she asked him to define love. And he said, when someone expects me you know, and accepts me for who I am and doesn't try to change me too much. And I feel unconditional protection and love. And he's like, I know you want to do that. And if I didn't see enough good in you, I wouldn't be there. And that's when he goes, I'm not going anywhere. And I thought, oh, Mary just fucking <laughs> soiled herself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I have like a game here. I'm, yeah. We just, we, we check things off. We have not going anywhere. It, of course you're not going anywhere you little sweetheart they well he she said then she said she felt hopeful and she hugs him and then 
But then when they get to volleyball, first of all, they did like a breakaway pant thing that um, with a little were, like, dance wearing, thing up. They had a little dance yeah. thing. Boy, did Pepper like that? She, she did because yeah, her Pepper and Cow were watching from the uh, the wings without anyone knowing, and Pe- she was like, "Oh, look at that! They had a little dance thing worked out." She was so excited about it. She was. She was probably trying out her own lube. She's, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's had a big. Having a big week. They're like, where's Um, Pepper? She just slipped (laughs) off the couch. She just, (laughs) we don't know. Well, Pepper says they're both afraid of their emotions, which is true. Lindsay starts crying when she's sharing in the volleyball thing. And it it, that, see, but I, I guess I relate to Mark a little too much in the sense of they just had a nice conversation. He just told her he's not going anywhere. And then in front of everyone, she kind of starts spilling it. I know they're supposed to share, but it just felt like it just felt like she was she was not negative again, but it didn't feel like she was really giving the same sort of nice conversation that they had just had at home. I agree. I felt that. I felt that she was it's almost like it's almost like she speaks to the group as if they're all peers with the same problem that she has with Mark and just brings him with her to the, to the meeting and shares, shares examples of shit. Yeah. Like it's not, it's definitely not nearly as extreme as Elijah one and what he did to Katina with the dating app and stuff like that. But it right. just right. feels like it's once again, they kind of had like a nice common ground conversation. And then it felt like she almost took that away and was like, yeah, I mean, we're not, it's not great, you know, but it's better, but it's not, I don't know. I forget what she was even saying, but I was just so focused on feeling like I had that every, every sweet moment had gone away. Mm-hmm. And then I just I, I feel like he just and I'm not saying that it's OK, it, it, but I just feel like he can't do this shit in groups like he just he yeah. just gets the eyes get big and he just shuts off. Yeah, and he's just like, here yeah. I am again. There's got to be a balance. I, I agreed with Pepper and Cal that he was she was kind of like basically begging him to, you know, I don't know, touch her Give or whatever, her something, but then, some acknowledgement. But, yeah, but, then she was, yeah. but then she, but then she, of course, got destroyed. There's a volleyball up there, and I'm just wondering how that got there and deflecting. And and Cal calls her out on that. Says, you know, she can't even. She has to deflect all the time. The minute a conversation starts happening, and I just feel like it's whiplash for Mark too. Yeah. No, I I think it's everything is that you're saying is so valid, and it makes me sad because I feel like they, again, without the the cameras and maybe the public, you know, the microscope uh, of what this, again, the experiment is that like, maybe he would loosen up a little bit and maybe she'd shut the fuck up a little bit, you know, like just kind of, they would meet each other where they're at more, but I, I I don't know. I don't know. Well, it just looks from next week, the previews. I mean, I know it's only previews and you never know, but it doesn't look like it's gotten any better. It looks like she's going to fly off the handle again in front of everybody. And it's yeah. just. Well, and it's, it's, it, you know, it's funny. I do think it's kind of funny that you said, cause they're, they're kind of a dis- divisive. She has a very divisive personality, you know, and he's kind of even keeled. So it's funny that you say like you relate to him a little bit more, but I kind of defend Lindsay a little bit. Cause I think I, I almost relate to her feelings sometimes or her like desperate need to be understood or heard and frustrated and like the acting out thing. And I don't even know if I act like this. I hope not. You know, you don't. 
well, but like I can feel it. It's almost like I feel what she's feeling sometimes. So I think that's why I'm I'm easy to to kind of say, well, she, Mark's not giving her what she needs or like it is funny, though, because you and I, we've done like on Patreon and stuff and we've done so many personality tests and how we are the same on such things. But I do think it's like this sort of uh, I don't know. I'm she's not just making so, any sense. No, no, you are totally. It's just that she is. Because I, I mean, I think we all see it. We all recognize it. We all see exactly what she's doing. Some can relate to it more than others, or some can just go, "How can she not fucking see what she's doing?" Right? Like, right, I'm right. a little bit more like, "How do you not see this girl? Like, you're so all right. I'm out. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Fuck you. You're a piece of shit. Fuck you. What? You know? How do yeah. you not see? But she does seem aware of it because she's like, "I'm when I do that, it's covering up sadness." And but it's yeah. like, but okay, that can't be. That can't be though. That's just how I am. Right. Even though she's aware of it and it's like, oh, she's like, yeah, no, I do it because of this. That that doesn't mean it's okay. And it doesn't mean that she can't be better and work, right. work on something for and sure. And if you are aware of it, then you should be going, I am really pushing this guy away and I'm giving him the whole I'm all or nothing, ride or die. When I'm done, I'm done. Fuck yourself. You know, it's, it's like all or nothing. <laughs> it's like so all or nothing for yeah. her. Yeah. Um. Like Steve said on After Party, he was like, she has unresolved issues. She comes at him harder. And so he pulls back and that makes it harder for him to give affection. Like, I think that you and I talked about that from from honeymoon episode on. I've been like, the guy is overwhelmed. You are fucking too much for him. This he's putting out fires. You're telling him to fuck off. You're telling him he's leaving. He's he is just a shell. Now, because he's just like pulling the shell over himself and hiding like a fucking turtle because he's like, (laughs) I don't know what she's going to do next. Like that's Mark is terrified every moment of every episode other than when maybe he's taken a nap, you know, or something. He's he's just completely petrified. Let me tell you something. He's scared when he takes naps, too, because that's when someone it's easier for someone to kill you is when you're sleeping. I, how could he sleep with her? I mean, you know that he wakes up and she's just smiling, staring at him. <laughs> with a shiny object in her hand that may or may not be a knife. And like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just no, like cutting she- an apple with a sharp <laughs> knife and like, like yeah. slicing it, eating it off the blade. Yeah. Just what? Just yeah. having an apple. Well, no. The why why you look so nervous? Yeah. Actually. You know that the character, the character that we've created of her, is he's sleeping. He wakes up. It's a dark room, and he look. He thinks he sees something, doesn't, and then over in the corner, he just sees the like the ember of a cigarette, the end of a cigarette, <laughs> <laughs> just smoking and watching it. Just a little. He sees the glow of like a marble light. Somebody's taking a deep pull, and then it goes away. And he just and she's like, "Yeah, I'm here." And then, ah. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. That's In her what, house coat. Yeah, yeah. for sure. A hundred percent. Crawlers, maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely yeah. curlers. Oh. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I just I don't have a good feeling about that. No, Coda. no. I really they, don't. they showed that nice moment on after party and he just said he felt like they could connect and 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 understood where her, her anger comes from. But then and and I, it was funny when Keisha was like asked Elijah Wan what what would he tell Lindsay? And he's like, I've told, I've told her this on the roof. You know, these have these rooftop conversations. He's like, I've told her she needs to work on 
you know, how you address people. And I was like, oh, oh, did you tell her that, Elijah Wan? <laughs> yeah, I know. I think you, I think, oh, Elijah Wan and uh and and Lindsay need a third party when they're given yeah. when the advice is flying. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Did you tell her to maybe watch her tone, Elijah Wan? Did you? Did you not think about that for yourself? Of course, um, if he's telling her to reel it in. Okay. Wow. I'm surprised. She, like, I'm surprised. I, first of all, I, good on him for being brave enough to have a conversation with Lindsay on the roof. Um, oh, yeah. Fucking just Jesus. assume I was going to end up on the ground. Bet your sweet ass Mark's never been to the roof with her. He's like, no, 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 no way. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. He's like, for, first of all, when we mm-hmm. get our own place, it's going to be on the first floor and there's yeah. going to be no roof. Okay, so Katina and Elijah Wan, they went food shopping because they never, this this show does not want us to forget that he thinks his wife should cook for him. I know. I was thinking that too. I was like, we got it. I'm glad they remind us because it makes me mad, but also I'm just so fucking sick of hearing about it. But um, I mean, she she takes it all in stride, right? She does. And then she made a good point. She said something like he could only make breakfast. Like I can make fucking ribs. I can make fried chicken. Like, yeah, she's probably like a secret full-on Bobby like Flay Bobby style. Flay chef. chef. Yeah. 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 She's probably like, asshole, I can cook the shit out of some shit, but you know what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to do it because you keep begging, you keep telling me I'm supposed to do it. And that makes me like a full woman. Fuck you. I know. Eat your breakfast. Yeah. That yeah. You're so good. Like, oh, she's so good at taking it all in stride. Um, She really is without being a doormat. It's unreal. Like, I don't know. She's just hurt. She has the patience of a fucking saint. She really, really does. I mean, well, Cal said it to him. He was like, you this is who you need. Yeah, this is the this is what you need. And he's lucky she exists. He is because that's uh, and I again, we've said this many times and and so has Jasmina and so have other people on the show. Um, You know, they've spoken about an after party like she's not a doormat. Mm -mm. She's not taking it she just is like go ahead get your shit out uh you know say what you're gonna say and then we'll have a real conversation about it (laughs) she i wish i had half the maturity that this girl who's probably half my age has but i know um, i i was like (sighs) she just it's like she she does have sort of the patience and the wisdom to sit back and not respond of like a much older person or somebody with more life experience like she definitely feels like an old soul with with this guy it's crazy i just want to hang out with her i know i know i i uh i loved when she explained to pastor cal what uh dick dizzy was oh that was the funniest shit i mean he she's like you know i basically she said i don't want we don't want to have sex yet and Elijah one's kind of alluded to it being more him, but Katina's like, no, it's both of us. And she said, and she, she has actually been the most clear about why. Oh, right. Oh my she's God. like, I don't want to get dick dizzy. I don't want. And he was like, uh, excuse me. <laughs> I know. I felt like pastor Kel's going to be what? like dick dizzy. I went to school with him. Like had no idea. <laughs> No idea. You know Dick Dizzy? Yeah. You know old Rich, Richard Dizzy? Richard Dizzy, right? Oh, yeah. He was two uh, grades ahead of me. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. That was so fucking funny. So basically, she was like, yeah, I don't want to get all caught up in the sex is so great. And it's lust. And, and but he, he had a good point. Thank God he didn't say Dick Dizzy back to her. But oh, he I just know. said Dizzy. Dizzy, yeah. Um, but he's like, you do kind of want to get Dizzy because it is... <laughs> 
lust is allowed in your marriage. Like you want to be attracted to each other and be into each other. Like it's okay. I think he was trying to say what I feel like you and I have been saying a little bit with them. Like, I'm not saying you have to bang, but at some point you're overthinking it. Yeah. Listen, chemistry is chemistry, whether it's immediate or, you know, whatever you you work at it or over time. But the this whole like waiting for the perfect moment. What a nightmare for everyone involved. It's because it's it puts so much pressure on it to be this amazing thing. And and the chances of that happening when you when you're you know, trying for that, it's so low that it's like that. If if I had to wait that long with all of this, I'd be like, listen, we get like a a, a practice sesh, okay, where we're just gonna we're just gonna figure we're gonna learn the field. You know, it's an away game. We're gonna look around. <laughs> we're gonna figure it out, and then we'll have a nice time after you know some drinks and a night You're out or something. The mound. Yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, I also feel, in my mind, I don't know, when you get to this point where they're both saying they want to feel a certain way, how do you know when you're there then? And how do you know if the other person is going to be at the same? It just seems right. like like it's so overthought at this point to where it's like, she may go, oh, okay, now I know how I feel about him, so I'm not going to be dick dizzy. And... <laughs> He is still worrying that Isaac's going to come out if Isaac gets, you know, excited about some pussy. I don't know. It just is all, it's just like, what are you guys talking about? Just at what point are you going to just both think that you're going to be on the same page for this? I mean, it's, as long as they're having, I guess, the open conversations about it and they are on the same page, then it'll be fine. But as far as the sex part goes, but it just seems, Sarah. Like were you were you trying to think of the girl version of dick like for Elijah <laughs> yeah. one? Because yeah. I while you were while you were saying that I was trying to too, and all I could come up with was pussy woozy, and I don't think that's. <laughs> and I was like, what goes with woozy? I was trying to do some alliteration, but it there's nothing really pussy uh, woozy. <laughs> pussy. I well, so we hate that word, but. It's vagina vertigo. Oh, I don't, oh, I'm sorry, miss. Um, Yeah. Okay. By the way, guess who's going to have dick dizzy and vagina vertigo in the in the description part of her lube? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're welcome, Dr. You're Pepper. Welcome. We know you're listening. Dr. She's Pepper, so you're welcome. No, doc, oh. I know that anyway, but vagina vertigo. We got there. Vagina vertigo. Thank yeah. You. We don't want. He's going to get that. She's going to get dick dizzy. Um, I did actually, I have to say one thing that really made me also relate to Katita was when she was about to go talk to Pastor Cal. And she's like, man, talking about your feelings all the time is a lot. (laughs) I was just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like they have to do it every episode. uh, Yeah. I'm thinking like they don't get the questions ahead of time. I mean, these feel these conversations between the experts and them. Well, clearly, as we saw with Elijah on, they're not. They don't know what's coming, you know, when they're talking to each other. So, yeah, it's a lot, a lot of thinking on your feet, you know. Also, I speak like Mock the Shock now. A lot of thinking on your feet. Everything I say now, I've cut the G off the ING. And I kind of blame him. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. it's adorable. It is adorable. We love it. Only in Boston. Okay. 
Let's not let's talk about what was not adorable. Was yes. uh, Dr. Pepper and Elijah one having a conversation mm-hmm. where she says, "I'm getting reports about your rough communication style and um, how you tell her that she what oh, that he like belittles her? Uh, yeah, life that doesn't have the life skills and is uh, not as mature as him. Is that a word, Sarah? Did you hear her when she said that? Because she's like, yeah, and about the life skills and that that she's behind you and maturation. I've never heard that. Um, I think it is a word. It sounded yeah. too much like masturbation for me to be okay yes. with uh, Dr. Pepper saying it. Yes. But, oh yeah, no, here it is. Maturation, the process of becoming mature. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. I would I would have just said maturity, that she's behind you in terms of mature. But no, yeah, I got, okay, maturation. Well, you're not a doctor, are I'm you? I'm not a doctor. And I don't have a patented lube formula that's going to make <laughs> me millions. You're uh, right. You're right. Yet. Yeah, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you my lube? Is what it's oh going to be called. <gasps> oh, Sarah. I have great ideas. I was going to but... say, you really do. Like, I, I'm, I just, that just brought me to a screeching halt. Are you my lube? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, I think too, like with Elijah one, he, I think he goes into these. This is how it feels to me anyway. He goes into this with the experts and, and, He's going to get through it. You know, the, my favorite thing is his go to answers. Absolutely. 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 Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's just trying to get through it. And then Pepper is the one that kind of asks the hard questions and he did not like it. And so when he Mm-mm. says something to her, like basically like, you know, you're you're bringing this up to make me look like the bad guy. Was he 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 was speaking directly to Pepper, right? He was, and he was like, if you're going to go off of some hearsay and this and that, and it's like, no, 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 we, we've all seen you talk to her right? the way that you talk to her, and it feels belittling, and because you don't think it is, and you don't, or you don't intend it to be belittling, doesn't mean it doesn't come off that way when he you raise your voice at her. Like, Pepper even said, like, I, it it upset me that you sat through dinner with her, acted all lovey-dovey, and then brought up something all of a sudden out of nowhere. And, you know, he said that he apologized to her and whatever. Okay, we're past that one. But, um, uh, you know, she called him on something that he has been doing. And he he definitely was like, you're trying to make me look like the bad guy. And it's like, no, I'm just repeating like what people who are watching you all day right. are telling me. Yes. That's how it's coming across. She held the mirror up and he didn't like it for sure. And, and you know, that's kind of the weird thing. And it makes me wonder like, you know... I guess maybe how you're raised or 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 people like how you view marriage and stuff but a lot of the terms that he uses and stuff like it's almost like parental you know like like the whole idea that oh that she doesn't have the life skills that he does or even when pepper says it feels like you talk down to her and he's like do I talk down to my or you know he goes he's like do I am I stern with my wife? Yes. Do I talk d- down to her? Absolutely not. You know, but like stern with her. What do you like? Why? What do you have to get Are you stern, stern with her for? Yeah. Like she doesn't. Well, she doesn't need to be. You know, handled. Yeah, you're the same age, or yeah. if you're not, whatever. You're in a partnership, not right. like we've said a few times. Like you're not her fucking life coach. Yeah, right. You're, you're there to support her and root for her and 
vice versa. And if you, I, I think in my mind, just like the, just like I said to him on after party last week, which was like, oh, well, you freaked out about the app thing because you know that you would have had the, you know, you used to have the apps on your phone right. and you know what that meant for you. Right. So I think when Pepper said what she said to him, he is getting that like, he's getting defensive again because he know he knows that he knows. he's yeah. said things to her that he has completely you know, had to watch his tone. And, you know, he said it on after party, like, and he's, I think he's said this every time he's been on after party now. It could I have handled it better? Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think the guy's had to say that every time he's been on after party. Now. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. am I sick of these interviews and cameras? <laughs> yes. Am I contractually obligated to keep doing it until this horse shit's over? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. He, yeah. He's ready. Yeah. But I think he got really upset by the word belittling or whatever it was that she used because, okay, I, in some ways I understand that because you're like, Oh my God, I don't want to be a person that belittles someone. But if that's how you come across, right. You have to fucking listen to that and go, Oh my God. If people that are watching me all the time think I'm coming off as belittling to her, I really, really need to take a look at that and thank you for addressing that with me. Like that's kind of what, yeah. where he, his shift needs to happen because he just gets so defensive. And so when they were at the group, I mean, I was glad he apologized to everyone about the dinner. Right. Um, right. Uh, but when he was at that group, it starts, starts saying that he thought his conversation with Dr. Pepper was a waste of time. Oh my and God. She was watching the whole thing. We're so clenched. <laughs> oh, I know because he, she, I mean, I thought I was like, Pepper's going to fucking her little body is going to come flying out of there and she's going to put her hands around I her was gonna and say, be like, she can move face. She can move quick, I bet. I bet you she can cover some quick ground. She may be tiny. She may be a little thing, but she is uh, fast when it comes to, I don't know. She scares the shit out of me. I think he, and the, I do love, they like, of course, they pan in on his face <laughs> Because he was just talking all this shit. And then she comes marching out with Kale. And it was just like, you could just see the look of, ah, oh, son of a bitch on his face. Son of a bitch. Son of oh, a yeah. bitch. Like, oh, and I think they even said, they, they like hammered it really home by saying something like, we've been listening to everything. And he was like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Um, I yeah. think he even met, like, I think he even mouthed it or something. But I, w I, there was, I don't know if you caught this. And I was wondering if you did. This is back when Pepper was talking to him and he was getting defensive. He said something like if she has something to say to me, she needs to say it to me. I think for a second before he realized that this was Pepper getting notes from, you know, production and whatever she's seen and clips she's seen. I think for a second he thought Katina yes. spoke to her ab about this. Privately and, about him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so he was getting like, is she fucking... I think he was like panicking, like, oh, my God, is she, is she going to you with something instead of me? And like, and I'm not justifying it. It's almost, you know, I'm just saying, like, I think he was like, I think you're absolutely right. Fuck? Yeah, that he was he was reacting to. Yeah. To thinking that Katina not had betrayed him, but had like gone above him or was 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 telling or worse, like felt belittled yeah. and, and voiced it. And right. he didn't realize it. Yeah. Right. Something. Because there, there was a moment where it seemed like he was more, he was thinking that was it. But then when he talked to the group, 
and talked about Pepper, then it was, he was like, oh, she's talking about seeing off of clips and people seeing, and it's like, right. no, it's like people that are watching you all day, dude. Like this is the, well, yeah, yeah, take the message. And at the very least, uh, have a check-in with Katina and make sure she doesn't feel that way. Because I totally picked up on what you said about the, where you could see that's what he thought in the way he worded it. That's what he thought for a second. But then but then either it was cleared up or something because he's like, I, I, I've even asked my wife and she does not feel this way and stuff, which, okay, maybe so. But after having this conversation with, with uh, peps, maybe, maybe do another check-in, you know, just make sure or be aware of it or because that's not, well, it's the same as Lindsay having to don't use the, don't say like, well, sorry, when I'm sad, I, I, you know, I cover, I get hurt. And so I just act out and that's just the way I am. Like, okay. When you get called out on stuff, you can't just get defensive and, and, and start saying, well, this is what people think. Fuck them. It's, you know, you got to take it in. And and I mean, I think he, I think he does, but he doesn't in the moment. In the moment he gets, he's, he reacts and right. he gets super pissed. So then that's what we saw. And you're just like, um, I mean, I think I was clenched every time Dr. Pepper and Elijah one had a conversation. Cause I was just like, especially when she was watching him talk and she was like, keep talking Elijah one. I was like, Oh my God, Dr. Pepper's head's going to fucking explode. I know. I know. I was, I was like, I felt, I felt ill. I really did. And then clearly she met uh, Elijah one at the same brewery where she met Steve, right? Same backdrop and same, or that's what it yeah. felt like to me. So she had a beer with Steve but she was probably coming down on a little baby hangover with Elijah on, <laughs> you know, at least had a headache. She was dehydrated. And I just picture her sitting there and her little feet aren't touching the ground. She's a little baby angel. And I just, she scares the shit out of me. She really does. <laughs> I know. I know. And I, I, that's why, I mean, if Dr. Pepper told me that I was belittling someone, I would just be like, I'm so sorry. Where can I? Where yeah. do I sign an apology letter? Where can I go on my apology tour? Yeah. Um, so when he got his back up to her, I was like, oh, oh no. Well, um, and, and you, I know that the word was burned in your head because she said it because you re repeated it of her words when she said, I was upset when you said this to Katina or it upset me when you were lovey-dovey during dinner and then did this. Because can you imagine having Dr. Pepper just, just, holding eye contact and say like it upset me when you did this i would start weeping and then i would just rip off whatever mic they gave me or whatever and i would i would tear into a full sprint and i haven't done that since <laughs> high school oh, just fucking sprinting away yeah like i'd go from like i wouldn't like pick up into a trot that eventually got to a sprint i would go from zero to sprint you'd see like my cardigan behind me like a cape <laughs> you probably take flight at I some probably point would. involuntarily yeah, off of a cliff if i could find one <laughs> it's very much the like dr pepper meredith first sight version of i'm not mad i'm just disappointed yeah yeah yes 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 it's like it's like yeah like if a dog shit on the floor or like ripped up a bunch of stuff and they you see the videos where they're like the owner comes in did you do this and the dog just can't make eye contact and they just keep staring at like diagonally down that's what i would do yeah <laughs> oh i'm never gonna get the image of you sprinting away from dr pepper out of my head right now <laughs> with the, the cardigan around your neck um yeah <laughs> 
I thought Keisha handled it well in After Party talking to him about it because she basically, yeah. he's like, she and she even said something like, what did we not see? Because right. it felt like there was something missing here with the, you and um, you guys had like a communication skills, life skills thing like it, with with Pepper. Like, what was that? What do we not see? And he's basically like, their communication skills aren't on point yet. And he's like, I, I'm not knocking her, <laughs> which, you know, he had to throw in there. Sure. Um, but he was like, I felt like she was coming at me. And Keisha was like, you felt like there was an opinion formed and and made based on some clips. And he says, yes. And I felt attacked. And it's like, but that's all she has to go off of. Like, okay, you guys may be having conversations off camera, but she's only seeing what you're saying to her. Right. So you have to, I understand that it doesn't feel good to have someone tell you that you think that you're belittling someone that you clearly care about. He does. I fully believe that he really cares about Katina and vice versa. She cares about him. I think they care about each other a lot. So, um, it doesn't feel good to be told that. And so instead of going, holy shit, is that how I'm coming across? He was like, fuck you. I'm not like that. Right. And, right. Yeah. And, and you know, it's funny to, if you really put yourself in someone else's shoes. Like, I think I would, if I, because he feels so strongly about her, like you just said, that's why he's so mad about hearing that. Because whether it comes across that way or whatever, those are not his intentions. But, right. But it's also, you know, it's a little bit of an eye opener or should be for him just that, you know, again, whether this is what you mean, this is how you want to come across or not. This is how people that are <laughs> spending a lot of hours with you are taking it, you know. But yeah. And um, as you and I have said a few times that um, after party has given us a little more insight into each person where it really we has. See yeah, and we see Mark and Steve both saying, I I don't think that he belittles her. I think he's passionate and it may come off a certain type of way. And these are the people that know them and spend the time with him. And right. so it's good to hear that. Uh, I'm not saying that it doesn't come off as belittling to whoever. To keep it, it sounds like for the most part, hopefully, Katina doesn't feel belittled. She feels more like, oh, he's this is how he's going to talk right now and I'm going to let him get it out and then I'm going to fucking straighten him out later. Right. But that may wear th on her. So yeah. he's got to figure that out if this is going to work because if it's coming from love, if it's coming from passion, it doesn't matter at some point if she starts to feel it and it starts to weigh on her, then he's going to have a problem. Well, yeah. And when, when she'd get sad and say like, I, you know, in previous episodes of like, I, you know, not feeling good enough. It's like, you know, okay, we get that you're being stern with her. You think you're helping her and stuff, but maybe just you got to like check yourself and, and change your approach to this a little bit because it's not working. Check yourself before you what? <sighs> before you wreck yourself. That's right, Mary. You I know. Check, check yourself check, before you wreck yourself. Check buddy. yourself. I know. It's, it's so funny how I'm constantly feel like, like in that moment, I'm I'm forced to come up with a funnier rhyme. I just need to. I see that's the Lindsay in me. I just looked up at the ceiling and saw the volleyball or whatever, and just distracted. <laughs> um, I really, really have to say though, with the drama, I feel like Katina and Elijah Wan are kind of my top pick right now. It's very strange, right? and I I don't know why, 
but I 100% agree. Yeah. Um, we have, you and I consistently, even though we've obviously been pissed off at Elijah Wan, been disappointed in him mm-hmm. on different things, we've consistently felt for some reason that these two are like, I don't know. And maybe it's just rap. Maybe it's as simple as what like Cal said, like, this is what you need, but uh, at, uh, to him, but at the end of the day, is it what she needs? And that's, I guess, I think that's going to be the biggest question is whether or not, I think that Elijah Wan knows he's got a really good thing in front of him, no matter how much he's trying to, you know, say that she needs to do this and this and this. But then when, then we saw the fucking clip for next week where he's like, well, if you're done with school in two years, how are you going to have a baby? Like, yeah, yeah. But for whatever, I know there's something. There's something. And who knows? We're going to either be completely proven wrong, which will not be the first time. And no. we're always willing to say, oh, we're so wrong. Um, <laughs> but for some reason, I feel like at least for decision day, they're still going to be together. I think so. And I, I think I, they're going to give it as long as they can, like as as, as big as a sh- as big a shot as they can. Yeah. They're going to try. I I just want to be like, guys, just go, you know, bump private parts. It's going to make things a lot. I think that's half their problem. That they're stressed out and yeah. they need to have sex. Like they yeah. just need to go t- take a good soak <laughs> or have a good soak. <laughs> Isn't that what the Mormons? Anyway. The- I don't think that. Katina or Elijah one has it in them. Just let it sit there and soak once yeah, they find, right. once they get it started with because for all the um, talk about passion or whatever it is they talk about for each other, that's uh, they do seem to be passionate about each other. So that's going to come out in the in I, the um, yeah I, I would sex too. I wouldn't want her sitting on his lap with just sweatpants on. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I feel like they've got a lot of they're young, they're fertile. I think. Whatever. I really need to just, I sound like a. Take a cold shower. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. What have I become? Well, just a dirty old lady. I am a dirty old lady. (laughs) I remember thinking like, oh, older people are, you know, whatever. We're not old. But I mean, compared to these sweet kids just getting, you know what I mean? We're just, we've had a couple more years of experience and life and. Sex. No, I'm fanning myself right now. Disappointment. Yeah. yeah. Um, lube. Oh, 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 yeah. Are you my lube? By um, the way, are you my lube? Also, I just with her because she's so she's just so like little and cute, you know. That I think it'd be neat if she named it like L I L lube. Like, lil, you need a little, you need a little lube, little lube, and it just goes on your keychain. Why don't you? <laughs> why don't you DM her on Instagram? Yeah. I'm afraid of her, Sarah. I'm afraid of her. I feel like if there was anything that I said that she wouldn't like or, you know, just if she even just looked into my my catalog of work and any any sort of criticism, it would level me. So no, thank you. I won't be no, reaching out you. to Dr. Pa- Packer. <laughs> no, no, thank you. No, thank um, you. All right. Thank you, Mare yes. Bear. Thank this you, was, Kuda. I feel better. Me I feel too. less, I don't feel clear on anything, but I feel better. Yes. That's a perfect way to say it. Yes. Me too. Um, 
And I cannot wait for next week when to see your lovely <gasps> face on After Party. Oh, I'm so excited. So excited and so nervous. I wish they'd let us in on the reunion so that we could really let our, you know, oh. let some shit fly. Are you we kidding? Have a whole... We're going to get restraining orders before the reunion. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to be able to get within a football field or wherever they record the reunion. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, yeah. But... You guys know that we're always here on Thursdays with your Merit at First Sight recap right to it. And please, if you're not subscribed, subscribe because then you'll know when we get other episodes, put out other episodes that aren't Merit at First Sight. And we do that also when Merit at First Sight isn't on. We do other stuff and our Patreon. And we love you. And thanks for being here. We love you. Thank (sighs) you. I love you, Kuda. I love you, little Mare Bear. (laughs) Bye. Bye.